Is it easier to coach a team when you don't play well, maybe for eight or ten minutes to start a tournament, say, okay, this is what we need to do better? Is it easier to coach a team? Uh, base, are you saying because of uh, base, yeah. oh, I don't know. I, uh, you know, the the the, uh, the thing about it is when now we didn't play good Saturday. I'm not going to try to spin it to make it sound like we did, but. We could have played good Saturday and still come up short. They were really, really good. I mean, they were really good. But even as poor as it was for us, it's a six-point game with six minutes left. It wasn't a twenty-point game, and and uh, uh, but still, yeah, they controlled it from start to finish. No question about that. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think you want to always going into a tournament be playing your best ball, but you also uh, uh, want to have your guys' attention, which I think in a lot of Respects. It's a lot easier to get guys' attention, you know. Sometimes after maybe not a great performance. So, and I think we'll have our guys' attention. With, you know, that didn't guarantee you playing well. But, hey, we, we did not play well at Baylor because we weren't ready or that we weren't excited. I mean, we just didn't play well. And we came out the first four possessions. You get four layups and you make one of them. And and and, uh, uh, and then they got on a roll. And then we played catch up the rest of the way. So so, uh, um, but I'm excited to get back to a. A neutral court, which you know, Kansas City's neutral, and, and uh, uh, <laughs> hopefully that'll bode well for us. When you don't know who your next opponent is, do you put off talking about the next opponent until you know, or do you prepare uh, for two? Or? No, no, no. We well, we'll do it different ways. Like today, we're going to practice for us, but we'll also uh, spend a little bit of time practicing, maybe for. Uh, the potential second game, you know, because both Iowa State and Oklahoma do did some things to us that hurt us. So we can we can work on that stuff in practice, and players never know it, okay. But as as a game gets closer to ours, see, I, I wouldn't do that two days before we play uh, uh, West Virginia or Tech, or the day before I play West Virginia Tech. So it's just like the, we approach it like the NCAA tournament. That's how I've always done it with the tournament. We'll practice for our second game the start of the week and then we'll focus in and practice the, the next two or three days on our on our opponent and, and in this particular situation we we have to practice for both and but the good thing about it is for us we played tech in the next to last game of the season we played uh west virginia in the th in the third to last game from the season so they'll both be familiar with our guys so uh, I, I think most coaches probably handle it about the same way can you put it in perspective? And, that's, and, and, and trust me, that's not being cocky, thinking that we for sure get to the second game at all. But I don't think any coach practices four days for just one opponent, knowing they got to play somebody else the next day if they win. I mean, you got to at least you know familiarize your guys with it. So, Can you put it in perspective what it's meant to win nine straight and 12 titles? Well, you know, it's a little bit <clears throat> uh, – I've had to, I've had several people, you know, reach out to me and – and everything, and, and say, you know, it's it's uh, congratulations, great accomplishment. Just sucks how you did it. You know, one of those deals, and 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 that's not true. Uh, uh, it doesn't stink. Uh, uh, it's a it's a great feat for our guys. It's a goal that we have every year going into it to to, to uh, win the league. Uh, we were never really we we were in charge of the league race when we were seven and zero, and then and then after we were seven and three. We were never in charge of the league race. We 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 had to do what we did, and then hope we got some help. And we really didn't get a lot of help the last uh, uh, 
uh, eight games or so, with the exception of Okie State beating K State at the very end. Uh, uh, so there wasn't, you know, there was a lot of close games that went our way. There were a lot of close games that went the, the uh, other schools' ways to keep them in the race. And so it was one of those deals that that. Uh, you know, we, we, we had to earn, and, and, and we did earn it. I mean, when you're seven and three and you got to run off seven in a row and you still got to go to Stillwater and Ames and those, we, we, st we earned it. Uh, uh, we're not going to apologize for sharing it at all, and congratulations for case, to K-State. I, uh, uh, I hate that they uh, uh, share it with us, but they deserve it because they had a great year, and, and, and they won some big games away from home too. So, uh, uh, but, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that I don't know if people around here, and, and, and maybe rightfully so, I don't know if people around here really appreciate what it is, but from a guy's locker room standpoint, from a coach's locker room standpoint, you want to be the best that you compete against, you know. And, and for us, you know, that's also, you know, Carolina and Kentucky and Duke and Michigan State and some other people that we run against. But... But the primary deal is you, you spend two and a half months of your season trying to win a league championship. Why would we discredit win the league championship when you spend so much time try, trying to do it? So uh, I'm proud of our guys. And, and to get nine in a row or a piece of it uh, is pretty cool to have the every. But what's even cooler is to have every player in the locker room, no matter how long they've been here, they've maxed out. And, 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 you know, that's it. So if they've been here five years, they got five rings. If they've been here three years, they got three rings. It makes no difference. And that's a pretty cool thing, if you think about it, to have everybody in your locker room that's maxed out. And hopefully that will continue for, you know, some titles moving forward. But it, 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 is, it is pretty cool because the Big 12 doesn't get the credit that it deserves nationally from being a, 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 a top league because up until this year, we were in the top three in the RPI the last five years. I, you guys can go back and figure it out, but in our stretch that we won or shared nine, how many teams have been Sweet 16 or Elite Eight teams still the same year that we'd won it? I mean, I mean, you, you go back. There's a ton, and 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 so to to think that you have that quality in your own league that competes so well nationally, and still you've been able to hang on and and and, and do what our players have done is is really pretty remarkable, and one that I think that we take great pride in and course for recruiting it, it doesn't hurt either so I, I'm, I'm really proud of our guys I think you said last week that it felt tougher going on the road in the league this year uh, and, and winning games now that the race is over is, was there any reason for that why it seemed that road games were tougher to come by <coughs> well uh, well they were for us I mean we go to Texas Tech and we're up two at half and you know we go to West Virginia and and, and uh, you know, they got the ball down. We're up five with less than a minute left. I mean, there's some games that could have gone the other way that we had to work for without question. Uh, uh, we didn't go on the road, and I don't know if we were ever comfortable, you know, in the last uh, five minutes of a game where you could just kick back and say, okay, this is – we got this. When we're in the past, we've, we've been able to do that some. And, and uh, I personally think uh, I've never seen the league better uh, with more teams – that could win your league tournament than what we have now. You know, you go into the league race in the past or the, the tournament in the past and you could say, you know what, yeah, this team, they could win a couple of games or this team could do good or this could be an upset. But not very often do you go in and say, well, I think that that team can positively win three games in a row. And there's six teams that can win three games in a row. And, and, and there's also 
uh, uh, you know, Texas with Cabongo back is totally different. And in West Virginia, to me, West Virginia and Texas Tech are playing better. I mean, th there's no guarantees. And, and TCU, uh, uh, you know, even though their record's probably not what they had hoped, look at their two wins that they've had. They beat, I mean, we, we're not bad. And Oklahoma's an NCAA tournament team. And, and, and so anybody in this league on any night can have anybody. And, and there's certainly six teams that can win three games and nobody would think for a second that was an upset. So that's why, to me, makes it tough to win on the road. Look at uh, Pierre Jackson, who's a preseason conference player of the year. Uh, he leads the conference in scoring and assists, and he's on the second team. Is that an indication, good indication of any how much talent? Well, first of all, Pierre Jackson is a first-teamer. There's no doubt about that. He's a first-team all-leaguer. Uh, we saw him when he was pretty good, you know, and, and uh, he gets 28 and 10 on 13 shots. I mean, he was remarkable against us. Uh, but the whole thing is, is so much of your, of your, of your uh, uh, accolades for postseason is based on a lot. Sometimes it's based on numbers, and sometimes it's based on how well your team does. And, and uh, uh, I think that if we had a, a year, all five guys that made first team were 1,000% deserving, but if we had a year where we should have had six on the first team, this would have been the year. Could you been able to even of the team to celebrate nine in a row? With the no, yeah. Has there been any kind of? We didn't pop any bubbly on the way back from Waco, trust me. So so uh, uh, we haven't done that yet. And yesterday, we, you know, they need a day off. And, and uh, uh, But we did talk on the bus uh, when we got back. And, and the thing about it is I'm proud of our guys. You know, I, you know, I, I uh, by no means are we finished or anything, but, but you know, you have three seasons. In the non-conference season, we did pretty good. And in the conference season, you know, we lost we, we, in, in everybody's eyes, and, and, and although we were outplayed uh, miserably in the game, but, you know, we, we, let, we, we lost one that we, we shouldn't have lost in, in most people's eyes. And to win leagues, usually that's what happens. You, you, you take care of business, and, and you, don't get, uh, you, you don't lose games that everybody has penciled in to win. That's how you win leagues. And because if you don't do that, then you got to go do something special. And and our guys did do some special things. And so I, I'm, I'm proud of our guys. Uh, uh, you know, and, and it's never great losing the, the last game of a regular season. But if you look at the body of work, as we've all heard in ESPN over the last two months, uh, the body of work since January 10th or whatever has been pretty impressive. And so, uh, you know, you eliminate eight days and and, and uh, it's been real impressive. So uh, we'll talk about it, but I don't see any reason to be giddy about it or celebrate in a big way uh, because if I want our guys to still sting. I want our guys to still still feel that, it, it, you know, even though we're happy with our accomplishment, why would, we, why would we not put a foot on a throat? Why would we take the foot off the gas? And, and I don't, I'm not saying we did that, but, but we got to get that killer instinct so that way moving forward if we experience some success we certainly don't think that success is automatically comes to you, you got to work every day and I, I don't think we make, did anything to make Baylor play poorly uh, uh, we didn't play well but when you don't play well you got to make somebody else play bad and we allowed them to be comfortable with everything that Tyshawn went through last year does it feel a little bit like deja vu with Elijah this year as far as Uh, you know, I don't really get a great feel for 
some things. I, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's exactly the same. No. Uh, uh, you know, one thing that Elijah can do a better job of, he can put himself in the game more, where, where uh, uh, give more people a reason to talk. That's one thing about Ty. You know, you can say what you want to. He gave everybody a reason to talk. Uh, uh, and sometimes he actually spoke too much. But, uh, but when you talk about, hey, he was great or he had too many turnovers or what, he put himself in the game. And and uh, and love being in the game, and love being the guy that would either going to receive it or get it, uh, 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 get the criticism and or receive the praise. And I think Elijah is getting more comfortable with that. But I don't. I don't think it's exactly the same, though. Uh, a lot, so much of Elijah's criticism, from my perspective, has been from you know he hasn't made shots. You know, if you, if, if you don't make shots and you're not a true point, if you make shots, you're not a true point guard. I think that's one thing that people can kind of get past. Tyshawn didn't make shots. Tyshawn was 0 for 21 in the NCAA tournament or whatever, and everybody's talking about how great he was because he put himself in the game. And I think that's what Elijah's got to do the rest of the season is make sure that he impacts as many possessions as he possibly can. What's it been like having Doc around this year? It's nice to have a guy who knows the league so well. Uh, well, he doesn't know. He knows the Big Ten. He doesn't know the Big, <laughs> big 12. So... No, it's great having Doc around. You know, having Barry around was great, and the uh, head coach's perspective, and having another guy that, that, you know, it's nice having another head coach around. Not that, not that, Kurt and and Norm and 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 uh, and Joe uh, obviously don't do it because, especially Norm, because he was just a head coach. But it's nice to have some guys around that, you know, Doc was. You know, I'll talk to Joe and Kurt and and uh, you know. We'll talk about what we don't do well, and we'll ask Doc what he thinks. He said, well, you know what, personally, I think we're doing pretty good. You know, and it's just a different perspective because uh, you, when you've been at different places and, and, and maybe you've, you've labored at different places and, and, and you see, you know, how you, how, how, what brings a team together from your vantage point and maybe what doesn't and that kind of stuff, I think he's been really good for me. Uh, as far as knowing when to put the foot down or when to take it off a little bit. And I think that Norm's been really good in that regard, too. Are you encouraged the way Perry played in that ballgame Saturday? I thought Perry was our best player, hands down. You know, he, he, uh, he played well. He, he made one move where he made two guys fall down, you know, because uh, uh, they were both good moves. I mean, he, Perry played well. He was aggressive. And, and, and you know, it kind of tells you a couple things. It tells you what he's capable of, which is good, but it also tells you how valuable Kevin is too, because we got to have everybody. And, and, and with Kevin not being in the game, we don't flow as good and things like that. And 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 then uh, of course we need to be able to rotate guys in there and and have everybody playing well. Because when Kevin's playing well and Perry's playing aggressively like that, and you get Jeff who gets more than three shots, our our front line totally changes because you can look at Jeff, how good he's been, and then in this game he gets three shots. And then you look at Perry showing flashes, and in this game he gets two points and one rebound. And you look at Kevin, what he's done, and in this game he gets uh, uh, basically you know, just about a goose egg because of foul situations. It just goes to show you it doesn't take much for the, for the timing or the rhythm to get off. And so I was real excited about Perry, but we, we got to have everybody. We're not deep enough. To say, well, if he's not playing, we'll just put somebody else in. We, we, we need to have, you know, seven guys, eight guys, all contributing at a very high level, much like we did last year, even though the number was six, but we had six guys really, really contributing at a high level. 
from a seeding standpoint, do you think a one seed is attainable if you play well in Kansas City? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I would have said after the game, no. Uh, but, you know, Joe Lenardi, uh, uh, has us down still as a, as a one based on today. But this is what I told our guys. Not, see, I personally think the one seed's overrated, you know. But uh, but I told our guys, you know, do we deserve to be a one seed? We don't have the best – we don't go to Kansas City and win the tournament? The answer is no. So, you know, let's focus on what's first. And, and uh, But I'm not hung up on a one seed. We go to Kansas City and, and play great and, and not be a one seed, I'm fine with that. We, we, we go to uh, – uh, I'm fine with whatever, but, but the, the whole deal, getting hung up on, the, on a one seed to me does not, not work. You know, last year we were a two and proud of it and happy for it and all that stuff, and it worked out fine. And, and, and we've had years where we were one and lost in the second round. So it's all about matchups. And so I'd, not, I'd like to be as high a seed as possible because that would obviously probably guarantee us, you know, getting a chance to, you know, play close to home. But – I, I, I'm not really not looking at it like that. I just want to go play well this weekend, and we'll worry about next week when it gets here. Worry about Sunday when it gets here. Oklahoma State uh, finished third as the third seed here. When, when you look at what they have out on the floor, would it shock you if they won a national title this year? Uh, this year? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if shock would be the right word, but they're, they're a team that can advance far. Uh, uh, without question, they can advance far. I think K-State can advance far. Uh, uh, and there's other teams. We've got we've got six teams in our league that on any given night could beat anybody in the country. Uh, now being able to string six together in a row, you know, so, you know that's not easy to do. So, uh, but I, I I do think that they they athletically and things like that they can match up with just about anybody.